Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 2nd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. You know, uh, for those that are listening. No, I mean, it's the first we're recording on the first here. I, so. This is such a moving target. But now it's it's not when I announce it. It's when we're recording. But if it's I do or. announce it's it, you're happy. Or. And we record three days a week. And this, this is just like, I, it's, you're diminishing the specialness of, of a first of the month episode so. i'm trying to be like the pga tour i'm trying to diminish the the spectacle of my own events i'm diminishing the spectacle of a first of the month recording uh i'm gonna see you tomorrow this is exciting oh yeah i am gonna see you for, for a few hours not long a day in and out we're going to should we say Influ- where we're going? influencer central yeah it's gonna be interesting i don't know maybe it won't be i don't know but it's it's uh, uh, people watching i'm seeing i'm seeing the people 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 are arriving in boston they're excited brookline media day i can't wait i i'm excited to go i'm excited i'm excited to go why this is uh you get not a free new sticks Uh uh-huh i went out there i got them club champion is a sponsor this week to this episode we'll get to that so i'm actually they are quite sexy. They feel good in the hands. I just can't wait to start, you know, ch- chopping them all over the yard tomorrow. It's going to be ugly, but it looks, I'm very excited for that. I don't get new equipment, so I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I got to go that. get, I got to go do my fitting. I haven't yeah, done it We'll yet. get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, it, it was a great Sunday morning for facts and golf facts in particular. It was a good day to use golf facts. I think this was the highlight of my day. You know, we'll get to John Rahm and Marina Alex here in a minute. Uh, I woke up, as we often do with used golf facts, it's usually a wake-up situation uh, to to a, a rant and, and uh, of some sort exposing some conspiracy theory or inequity. Uh, and this one had to do with uh, Tiger Woods, of all people. You know, the greatest golfer of all time. The one that apologized to Patrick Reed in, in Paris for... You know, I don't know. I guess be not living up to Patrick Reed's standards as Patrick Reed hit him all over the yard. Use golf facts. I wonder what it's. This is a screenshot. It's now pinned. It's yeah, now he, pinned I love. Tweet. I was going to bring this that? up. But use golf facts pinned this tweet, which is use golf facts needs an avatar. Just really ratchet it up. Kind of one day, just switch it up and, and have a new avatar. This is now the pinned tweet on this account. I wonder what it's like to have the director of golf at Southern Hills give you all caps, all the course notes you need for the upcoming PGA Championship. Tagging everybody. Do all players get this treatment at PGA? For at Tiger Woods, this is just embarrassing, is the term they went with, that the at PGA has posted this themselves 
and it's very telling. What is it telling about? What is it telling that 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 they're cheating? They're in cahoots. The PGA is trying to gift wrap, you know, a one-legged Tiger Woods who's already won at the Southern Hills. I know the course is different. This is readily available information, and I think that this is what the director of golf, Kerry, uh, what's the name, Kerry Cosby, Kerry Cosby, great uh, guy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Kerry Cosby. Stand up guy. As good of a guy. I'd never met him before. I was there a couple years ago. I mean, the fried egg was so much smaller. You know, I, I, you know, at this point, it was, you know, he did not need to go out of his way. It was a Monday. It was his day off. I went out to lunch with him. Like he 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 was like, Can we go out to lunch? It was him, the management all there, but Kerry Cosby is as nice of a guy as anyone. So the ironic thing I find, knowing Kerry Cosby about this tweet, is if Patrick Reed called Kerry Cosby up and asked. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I'm sure he would do this for him too. He'd do it for, it sounds like a lot of people. But that's the thing that's so funny, is that the guy's a great guy and probably would do this for just about any guy in the field if they asked. This there's many preposterous like sort of uh, claims and accusations from this account. This is up there. This is this is like this is some <laughs> unheard of circumstance and bridge that's never been crossed before. Uh, and I, nobody, I br- nobody has ever nobody's ever gone with a local to a, caddy, to a, a course, local, yeah. a couple weeks ahead of time and played golf with the pro. <laughs> nobody's ever done that. This is the first time in golf history that this has happened. And of course, you know, the PGA is pumping it up because it's a member who's teaching or not teaching, you know, informing, hopefully helping a legend who's going to play their crown jewel championship, which dovetails because we did not talk about this on Friday. We just sort of neglected to really get into Tiger playing Southern Hills and then going to Tiger Jam where he wore his usual uh, ridiculous <laughs> He was wearing attire. a Br- Brian Stewart in, uh, inspired undershirt. undershirt. Yeah, he goes with the undershirt. He's still wearing the zipper pocket shorts for all the uh, you know range stuff and play stuff. But then if you Google like Tiger Jam, it's just a fun ride. All these like these collars that are so big and pointed, you know, coming out to the clavicle, garish designs left and right. So he was doing that in Vegas. But I mean, he's going to play the PGA. We didn't really talk about this. Um, I don't, you don't like you don't say like, can he win the PGA? But I wonder the Masters felt more like something like getting back to competing, just getting in the arena, proving that he could do it. Uh, the power of uh, a finish, the power of walking 18 holes, 72 holes. Now I wonder like, what is like the next step? Like, can he be a competitive major championship golfer again is now the next question because the comeback has already been done and he's proved that to himself. It's now like takes on a different tone for me. And it seems like he's going to do PGA us open St. Andrews. Uh, I don't know if anything else. I, I mean, here's the thing. We talked about this the week of what was he? Was he three or five back three back of, of second place at the masters 36 holes in, right? How can he has to believe he can win? He de- he most definitely believes he can win. My only question is how long does this go on where it's painful to play and he gets a bunch of T43s and or 
like how long does he want to do that outside of the Masters and saying and and the Opens? The I just think Open. I think that if he thinks he can win, he's going to keep doing this, and he yeah, that's what he's saying. He's going to do a bunch of T forty threes. I just wonder, like, what does he want with the rest of his golf life? I, I mean, so. he was a couple shots away from a top twenty five. Yeah, after. A, a year, a, a fifteen, yeah, fifteen months after almost losing his leg. Yeah, I don't yep. think I, I. Again, I think we've been at this stage with Tiger for a long time, sure. and this is just another layer to the stage of Tigers. He could go to Southern Hills. He could miss the cut by ten. I'm not surprised. He could be right there on Sunday. I'm not surprised. Like any any outcome. It's not surprising anymore with him. What's the walk like there? I know there's some. It's not. It's not like Augusta, but it's not easy. Are there hills like the name suggests? No, no, it's the Southern Flats. It should be okay. called. <laughs> no, there's. I mean, like it, it's basically the clubhouse sits on a high hill, and yeah, everything that. kind of plays off of it right. and back into it a lot. Yep. So. It um, it's not like Augusta at all. It's not like uh, it's not. There at points there are times where it it feel it's a little bit like Augusta, but it's not like that at all. Um, listen, like I I think it sets up good for him. It's um, <laughs> he's got all like, the inside plays knowledge. Well, yeah, no. well he's got Carrie's Cosby's notes, and, and <laughs> he did win here. But yeah. Yeah. um, the course has obviously been restored since then, but uh short grass is good for him it uh there's it's not it's not super narrow it's got bermuda rough so it's not going to be crazy long i think God. these are all the things that you look for it's probably going to be pretty warm of probably. all you know of all the majors obviously boston should be nice in june but it could be kind of some cold cool days five in the morning six but in the morning. Yeah. tulsa in may is probably the be- the warmest one, which gives which is the best um, yep. Yep. thing for him, as yep. he's talked about. I mean, this yep. is great. It's great news. I'm That's happy good. he's playing. Like, I think uh, you know, you look at next year, and LACC would set up probably pretty well for him, and um, and Augusta, and where's the Open? Oak Hill. Oak well, Hill. the PGA. Oh. I don't think Oak Hill's going to be great <laughs> for him in yeah. May. No, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't. Yep. I don't know I why don't know we're doing that. Yeah. But. Anyways, so uh, he's he's getting accused of cheating, or I don't know, doing something that's that's you know ungentlemanly and unsporting by going around with local knowledge weeks ahead of the event, uh, the, the championship. But great, great U.S. golf facts. Way to wake up. All right, let's move on to the golf that was actually played today. Uh, what do you want to do? LPGA or Mexico? You want to talk about our fantasy golf pod? Let's do LPGA because it just finished first. And then we'll do your gambling pod. We'll do an ad read. And then we'll do your gambling pod. This is We chart the show not in advance, but real live here. And you guys can listen to it. Um, LPGA, Marina Alex wins the Palos Verdes. What was the actual name? The JTBC Championship or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was the Palos Verdes Championship, I think. That's what that's what you're going with? Yeah. Um, the Palace Verities Championship presented by Bank, by of, Bank America? of America. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, she wins by a shot shot. Is this 66. coming back next year? Uh, I don't think that was confirmed. Seems like LPGA sort of sets the schedule, you know, Q4, right? Kinda. I like that. I, like I can appreciate that. I like that. 
not knowing where everything's going all the time. Yep. Uh, Marina Alex shoots 66 on Sunday. Clips Jin Young Ko, Megan Kane, Lydia Ko by uh, sh- two shots on Kane, Lydia, and then Jin Young Ko, who also shot a 66, was one shot short. Uh, Marina Alex was, I don't know, pretty great. Uh, I mean, great play on Sunday. Awesome to listen to her talk. Like, you know, basically the last couple of years, I've been playing just to like get through a season. I didn't think I would ever, me- she didn't say, I didn't think I would ever, but I had serious doubts of whether I could physically do this and mentally I would ever be in this position again. Content. Her honesty was really cool, refreshing to hear after the after the victory. Uh, She's she one of the best it. personalities on yes. on the LPGA Twitter, tour. Um, funny, yep. funny, funny lady, um, and really happy to see her win. I guess the glasses I heard on the telecast they were talking about her glasses, yeah, and how she was using them for her computer screen. They helped her eyes with the, the computer blue screen. Gla- yeah. Blue, whatever light. Yeah. And then one day she went out and putted with them and realized that she read greens better with them. That's like, it sounds like Jesper with the hat a little bit. Although this <laughs> sounds even more, this, this sounds actually like with some substance as opposed to just pure, uh, superstition yeah. flipping up so the hat. What are you looking around for? No, nah. just something's given, telling me I need to charge something. So, you worry we're gonna lose this? That you're no, gonna shut no. up? Oh, okay. I, I don't know. It, it distracted me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not be distracted. Let's finish this out. Marina Alex wins by a shot. Jin Yun Ko, you know, not unsurprising to see her make a. She was kind of crappy in the middle, seventy-two, seventy-three, but but you know, bookended with the sixty-four and sixty-six, got her in contention. Not enough. She was out. She finished a couple hours or an hour and a half ahead. Um, Lydia Ko nearly. Not nearly. She hit a good shot on 18. They kind of overcooked it. I mean, she made a par, but it's like, I saw some people like, she nearly holed out to force a playoff. I mean, she hit it to like, whatever, eight feet or something. It was a great shot, uh, but had an amusing quote after with Jerry Fultz, didn't know what to do. She said, you got some, uh, they were concerned. You got some, this was right after Marina Alex was talking about her back issues. Like, I don't even know if I could play. There's too many good young players. This was amazing. Now we're talking about Lydia Cow. She had physical therapy out in the middle of a round, and Fultz is like, "Is that she had be the a physio thing? out there just yeah. stretching her all all the final round? Is that going to be a thing? Do you have an issue here as we hit some major championship season?" And she's like, "No, it's that time of the month, Jerry. Like, and this happens <laughs> sometimes, and that's not the first time the physios come out for that kind of thing. Uh, just you know." Not something PGA Tour pros have to probably consider or deal with or handle, right? Uh, another thing, the unseen sort of maybe challenge or changes and difference that an LPGA player, we talk about motherhood and coming back from maternity leave and things like that, or pregnant, even playing while pregnant. Uh, this is another one, maybe that you don't see very often and that the men do Un- not have Unbelievable to honesty. Unbelievable. And <laughs> Fultz just- was so flummoxed. He's like, uh, 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 thank you for your time. After it was over, <laughs> she's like, she popped him after that. He goes, huh? You don't know what to say, Jerry, but uh, honesty, it is. That's what I gave you. I told you. It's amazing how, I, just in general with Lydia Ko, yeah. I feel like she's gone through this whole genesis where, and I think part of this is like the struggles of being a teenage superstar is she went from, you know, and it seemed like she was temperamental with the caddies, you know, and everything going on. And I know there was some influence with the parents and everything. And 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 she's gone, I feel like, in the last few years from, you know, 
could be in the public eye kind of have some stuff thrown at her to now one of the most likable people on the LPGA tour in terms of like public opinion, the, the stuff that you hear about the snacks and the a face you know, of the tour, like, yeah. right. It's a, sort of a, a senior influence in a way, and, not but, senior in age, but by experience, just like a joyous personality that, you know, like you, you, you just, this is another example of it where you're just like, this is somebody that you'd want to spend time with because she, you know, just doesn't take life too seriously. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, I I think you make a good point. There was like concern there, like that she might wash out like entirely, mm-hmm. right? And it was just like not a happy circumstance, whether it's with her personally or, or having to follow it. And it wasn't like she was a you know grump, but yeah, it, it has been a, a real sort of transformation, or she's come through it probably based on her own you know strength of character. Um, anything else on the LPGA event? Did you like Anna Davis made the cut this the teenager who won Anwa? She took a tumble on Sunday. But, but crazy fin- crazy finish to make the cut. I think she she made a eagle and a couple birdies. Yeah, she went like birdie eagle par or something over the last uh, not eagle, but yeah, she she had played the last three holes I think in 3 under. So. Mm-hmm. Um Andrea Lee was in the mix kind of local uh, coming back, she's like kind of on the Epsom tour now, right? And, mm-hmm. and doing I think well she there, got a sponsor but... exemption, but she's yeah, from well, uh, from Redondo Beach, so yeah. right down the road. Did you uh, like the course? You wrote about it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was cool. It, it got it was super firm. Um, yep. and it it's not easy. That's the thing about that place. I one of the my big takeaways, and this is just like a perfect example of the LPGA tour and, and the opportunity it has because. This is a 6,400-yard course. They'd never think about hosting a, a men's tournament, but this is a a great tournament for, a, you know, great golf course for, for women's golf, and it's a really interesting golf course, right? Right. Um, it's interesting. It has good greens. It has some well-placed bunkers, and then it's got that intense elevation change that makes for <clears throat> unique golf and, and golf that, like, that elevation change shows on the television even. And... Right. It right. gets windy out there in the afternoon. That is something that I had been told when I was out there. We played in the morning. They're like, it gets really windy every afternoon out here because you're right on the coast. And you saw what what I think that's one of the reasons. It's like the unique dynamics of, of events. One of the reasons that we saw such a bunched leaderboard was that this happened the di- every day. Like the day before, Lydia Ko shot a good round a little bit ahead of the leaders and jumped up, you know, mm-hmm. but what happened, you know, the early afternoon was way, you know, mid morning tea time was easier to play in. And we saw today two sixty-sixes come from but it's yeah. just an interesting dynamic of this golf course, right? Where mm-hmm. being in that last group is a little harder because it gets windier and windier in the afternoon out there. Yeah. Um so it, it it was a really cool course. I I hope I mean I would love and I know that a lot of it is hinging on sponsors and where sponsors want to go. And I think Upper Montclair, I believe, has been reworked uh, recently. I'm not. I'm not sure. I got to look into that um, this week. But that, like, I'd love to see them go play more interesting golf courses. Yeah, like, and that's always been a bone to pick with the LPGA often. But it seems like they've gotten a lot better in the last. I don't know. 
five. I mean, so. they got uh, do they have Shadow Creek on on the board again? Yeah, they got I Shadow Creek for the. That's match that week. It's before the U.S. Women's again. <clears throat> oh God. They gotta fix that. How did they not? You well, know, the, the thing that's crazy is there's there's the next week's event, and then there's two weeks. There's a week off. Yeah. They, Why is they, it the week off? The week before the before the major. major. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, you have the most phys- physically grueling event the week before the major. Yeah. Uh, all right. That was a good. That was a good primetime watch. Uh, enjoyable for two weeks in a row. Let's do an ad read now. We mentioned it. Club champion. Uh, I went and picked them up 30 minutes before they closed on Saturday. I It was terrible traffic. My wife was so mad at me because I had to go to Fairfax and the Beltway was a disaster. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it real quick. 15 minutes took like an hour. Like That's my only complaint. It was like I, had, I went to the Fairfax store. I will say... There is a rock. Your complaint st- is is traffic and your. In no, your, it took like an hour because I, I had to go get them. But that I'm so happy it's worth it. I'm gonna have them for our little outing tomorrow. But there is a store that's closer to me, and this is no. I, I just was able to book at Fairfax sooner. This is not canned. I got it randomly this morning from a Ryan Rogers. He DM'd us. He goes, "Glad y'all," which you know I think he's from Maryland. I think Maryland's too far north to say y'all. Don't you like people have started I, see, incorporating that? I lived region. in Texas for a little part of my life. Yeah, and I really wish I could use y'all. I don't feel it doesn't feel natural. But yeah. now, ever since I lived there, and people explain to me like, why would you say you guys or you know? <laughs> yep. yep, yep. Ever since that moment, I'm like, yeah, I wish I could say y'all, but it just yep. I can't do it. I yep. some sometimes I'll just sheepishly do it. And the people that I'm with will look at me like I'm an idiot. Right, right. I, I don't think I've earned, I don't have the authority well, the, or the. You the, have to have so much confidence as a northerner right, to, right. to pull out the y'all. Right, right. Maybe so, Ryan Rogers moved from Texas. Maybe he's from some, yeah. So anyways, he texts me this, gla- or uh, not text, I don't know him. He messaged me. Glad y'all are repping club champion now. I go to my guy, Matt, in Rockville, which is real close to me, and he's fit. Has it got one T or two T's? <laughs> Two T's. <laughs> Two T's. Matt in Rockville, and he's fit 11 of 14 clubs in my bag. Not cheap, yet great. Exclamation point. It isn't cheap. It's not, you know, it's not going to make you broke, but it's a worthy service. I was talking to James when I picked up mine. He goes, we're booked. I think people understand, like, this is a thing, like, you spend a little extra on. Like, why you're investing in buying clubs that are going to be expensive anyway. Invest in this. This is they will get you fit and make sure you're spending money in the right way. It's a little extra for the right reasons. Legitimately uh, about that. What? I never feel any like um, I never want to even I don't even look at other people's clubs. I don't, you know, or any of this like my last irons. I'm using some some like retro irons right now. But yeah. my last set of irons. Hipster, hipster iron boy over there. Kind of. They're pretty sweet. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, yeah. They're hard to hit if you're not swinging well. But, <laughs> but anyways, um, the my last set of irons, the only reason that I'm using these uh, irons was like the epoxy wore out. 
Okay. So the head started to fall off. This is like 10 years later after heavy like Hudson use. Hudson Swafford on 13th <laughs> yeah, at Augusta yeah. National. So like my six and seven iron heads fell off. And that's what prompted me to go to this retro yeah. set was I was like, well, like I can't. I, I went to a half set after the seven iron. And then I lost the six and the seven. I was like, I can't go five to eight. That's just. Yep. It's yep. too far. It's a bridge yeah, too, too far. Yeah. And uh, so you got to so, go in. You gotta yeah, I got to go in. I, I'm going to schedule it. I've been, been a little busy. You there know? are 100 plus locations internationally uh, while we're on the subject. Industry leading technology. They set you up in the TrackMan, the Sam Putt Lab if you want it, just a putter. I would start with something. Just don't go do the whole bag. Like, I, I mean, you can. I'm, I'm not telling you to not spend money, but like, fix, figure something out that you want to target. Try it out. Uh, you can use the code FRIEDEGG through the rest of this year and you get 20% off the fitting cost with the purchase of a club. And let me tell you, you're going to purchase a club when you go in there. You're not going to go in there and just flail around. You're going to want something. Just, I am so very happy. I'm pumped that I, I'm going to be putting these new bats in play tomorrow. So use the code FRIEDEGG through the rest of the year. You get 20% off your fitting cost. You think you're, you you're going to shoot a low number tomorrow? No, <laughs> no, but I'm going to have fun. <laughs> I'm not making any predictions. Up. I think it's my first round of the year. Who are you hoping we get paired with? I mean, it's an influencer roulette, right? I mean, I don't know what kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Local Dan Shaughnessy, some Boston, crusty old Boston columnist. We can talk to him about the Celtics. I, I don't know who's going to be there. I don't know who's going to be there. Who do you want to be paired with? I don't, last year, I, it was delightful. I played with uh, Thomas Pagel, the rules guy. Oh, was and he I was, eyeing you like a hawk, making sure you were. Well, we were know. at Tor. We were at Tory, so he had to hear me kind of uh, rant all day long. <laughs> I felt bad for him. I told him on the first hole. I said, "Hey, I just just want to put this out. I don't like this golf course, and you're going to hear about it." <laughs> you're telling this to the head USGA rules guy. Well, and then at the I side was, of their championship. Then we were okay. talking. We were talking equipment, equipment okay. all day. Oh, and, you get you in know. his ear about how they have to dial it back to the gutta percha and everything else. All right, I was, right. I was, I was making some cases. You know, I was presenting. I, I was using it as my opportunity to present some, uh, some anecdotal research. Who do you want to get paired with? You don't care, Pagel again. I don't know. There's a lot right. of fine folks at the at the USGA. There's a lot of there'll be a lot of fine media folks out there. You know, the U.S. Women's. I got uh, me and Will got paired with uh, Big Randy and Tron. That was a lot. Oh, of that's fun. a delightful day. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, Hopefully that was like really that. nice. <clears throat> All right. Anyways, that was the longest ad read ever. Uh, club, club champion. Thanks to them for their support. We we got into y'all and, and equipment and everything else. Uh, all right, moving on. John Rom wins the Mexico Open. Uh, it was not a strong field. I wouldn't say he played great. He played well he enough. He played pretty bad yeah. this week on the weekend. It was Putted not like, good. Yeah, did not putt well. Kind of sprayed it a little bit. He found some bad spots, certainly down the stretch. Uh, shot a 69 after a 64-66 first 36 holes um, and wins by a shot over Brandon Wu. Who There were 63s out there. Brandon Wu and Finau both shot 63, which I believe was a course record, falling at the venerable and historic Vedanta, uh, whatever it is, Norman course. Uh, got close. So three guys were, were shot off the lead, Kurt Kitayama as well. Um, I think I read, actually, in the Fried Egg newsletter, which I edited tonight, and will be in your inboxes fresh in the morning, is the weakest strength of field. 
of a, a PGA Tour event this year. Not opposite field, even. Nah, yeah, I'm well, sure. Ha- we not. haven't hit opposite field season, have we? We no, had a few. We've well, had a few. Even weaker than the the one opposite Bay Hill. No, I'm sure. He, I'm sure it means non-opposite field, just like okay. a full. Yeah, like, it was a shitty field, which is why our gambling podcast wisely said pick John Rom. He's so much better than everybody. And this is what I, I'm just gonna say. That, like, we should start a hotline, is, like a big gambling hotline. People call <laughs> and you pick up your phone, like a voicemail box. Yeah, and reply. Here's let, my tips. Let me, uh, you know, John Rom. This is what really good in, in any sport. This is what great athletes do. Great players. They win without their best stuff. They win ugly. John Rahm was really bad this weekend <coughs> on the greens. He drove it sensationally all week, but like he was not at his, as a, he wasn't crisp with his wedges. Like his approach play wasn't great. His, his uh, driving was sensational. But everything else was kind of pretty mediocre, and he won because that's what really big time players do, and that's the difference between John Rahm and a Tony Finau and a Xander Shoffley. I will, you that's like to, where I was going to go. You like it. to beat up on what's the least impressive and most impressive in this run of April outside of Scheffler, obviously. But we've got now Spieth, who kind of ham and egged it, scratched it around. Uh, Rom similarly, and then Xander. We kind of. I just want to make sure we're we're holding ourselves to account with shifting standards because we did pop Xander for it's but wins a win, but this we're is, praising Spieth and Rom for kind of getting it done. Go ahead. This I didn't pop. Xander. I popped him. You for the popped, partner. Let's. He only wins very clear. partnership events too. Like I, I didn't just, pop just, him. It's a different kind of thing. Okay, go ahead. But hey. They caught Rom. Rom gets caught on the back nine on Sunday. Hits a makes a big putt on fourteen. It was a par five. He had a pretty shitty chip. Makes yeah. a big putt to take back the lead. Yeah. Hits great tee shots on fifteen and sixteen that pretty much ensured that he was gonna make pars there. And then he hits that great approach on <coughs> seventeen. He doesn't make birdie, but he hits a great approach. That was the one spot there that yep. you're like, okay, he's gotta hit a good shot here. Hits yep. the shot. And then on 18, he hits it in trouble off the tee. But that sec- that third shot he hit was really good. To the back you, of the green. You see how yeah. firm it was? It, yeah, it was downwind. I was say that. He, yeah. had, he hit it really high. Like, that was a really good shot to it get it out. there from where he was. Yep. Um, he, he, he did what he needed to do to win. Um, he made the three-footers. He didn't give anything away. And he won, wins. And it's an impressive win in the sense of, Hey, this guy went out. He was expected to win. Every he's, the pressure is like he's the best player by a mile. There, <coughs> he goes out and he wins, even yeah. though he didn't play well. And I'm not saying this should not make John Rahm the favorite at the PGA because he's right. not. Things aren't. He's doing what he's done all year. Yeah. This is a T15 in a good field or a T10 in a good field. It's not a win. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of what he's been doing. It's, it's a little alarming. The putter, it seems like he's like miss hitting putts, which is very alarming. I always joke with people, you know, when, when what do you mean I'm by pl- that? Like his speed, Di- his speed distance, control yeah, feel, is just yeah. really bad. It yep. seems like he's struggling to hit the ball solid <laughs> with the putter. And I always say to people like, as long as you hit the putt solid, you can't be mad. 
you know, it's it's not right. everybody takes it for granted, but it's not like easy to hit it solid all the time. Seems like he's hitting his driver more solid than his putter. Yeah, uh, I would say this had I mean, by the way, Aaron Wise, T6. Another, yeah, uh, right. Hey, I was, playing podcast, right? I was looking at him. I, a winner yeah. in a top five. Uh, yeah. Top 10. So I had Cameron Champ in another one that I actually pay for, but kind of. I can't believe you do that. Me. You do two picks. That's crazy. I just do the same one. I don't understand. Well, I, that's if I'm in fantasy football leagues, I try and get the same players on both teams. Up. Yeah. So that I just like less, <laughs> less decisions yeah. to make. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> this had a real corn fairy tour event feel to it. Oh, yeah. Just, I just with minimal crowds and just like it, it just on TV. There was no juice. I'm sorry. The entire stretch between the Masters and PGA should be the Catalan zone. Andrew Catalan. I've Nance. I mean, Faldo wasn't there. I don't think uh, Nance. I was surprised made the trip, but you know, he took last week off. Um, it's just, and now we're coming down the street from me, Wells Fargo and and they have, you know, not their one of their better fields for sure. So it's just a tough sled in between. It's not a good Masters. time. Not a good yeah. time for golf. It's It's part of the season. It, I think you could make the case that this should be the start of the season. The Masters should be the last event of the season, you know, and, and then this should be the start of the new season. The new FedEx Cup race or the new season? I, I don't know. It would yeah. be amazing, but, yeah. you know, it never would go with the playoffs. <clears throat> no. it, you look at, like, some guys that, like, made some hay and are going to... I was looking... I was about to do that. Like, Smalley, trainer. Last, I know Smalley Smalley's well. nice. Smalley's a nice well. young player. But I'm um, telling you, it's like that KFT feel, a mix yeah. of like up and comer young guys and like guys who just have on the 125. Kurt Kitayama, the yeah. rich man's big bell. He's got a chest Reevee look going. He was pretty frustrating to watch in that final group. Yeah, Felt he's like, he like not fun to watch like, golf. Yeah, yeah. He does like he's got that ugly, Yo, ugly swing. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Pretty. He hits it far though. It's just not pretty. It's like you're kind of like. Is this guy a, a marvel of modern technology or is it just me? You know, yeah. like that's kind of what I think about every time I see Kurt Kitayama in a field is like, oh, yeah. the guy shouldn't. But, um, you know, a couple couple notes. I think, you know, Davis Riley has showed me quite a bit in the last few weeks. I, and obviously he was, he was really well. You did really well in the, on the Cameron Ferry tour. Um, he had a standout amateur career, but. He's going to win soon this year. And if not, I would expect like a Sam Burns type breakout next year from him. He's really good. Um, I think he's going to be a big time player. Uh, how about uh new, new uh, Chicago zone? Woo. Ascending. Or, no, uh, um, Lipsky. Lipsky. Yeah. Yeah. Which one went to Northwestern and which one went to Stanford? Which will Brand- I Brandon Wu went to Stanford. Stanford. Dylan Wu went to Dylan Wu went to Northwestern. Right. David okay. Lipsky went, went to, to Northwestern. Northwestern. Ironically, another David from Northwestern, I think it's Nightfall, won the Big Tens. He's the first uh oh. Northwestern player to win the Big Ten individual title since, Big Ten since David Lipsky. Oh. It was Not a little fitzy. fact I picked up. That fits. He never made it to Big Ten. <laughs> hey, shout out while we're here. Shout out to my Illini. Seven Big Ten titles in a row. Got got Michigan State by a shot today. That's pretty good. I, Big Ten is 
Yeah, it's a legit conference. A lot of big schools, a lot of big budgets, a lot of big yeah, programs. Not the I best golf conference. I'm not saying it's the best golf conference, but it's a big athletics conference. So win seven in a row is a feat for sure. Uh, okay, anything else from Mexico? Yeah, I got to give the tour tour setup some props. Okay. They used three different tee boxes on the 17th hole this week. I saw that. And on Saturday, they were talking about how guys were going up to the tee perplexed. Making them think? Well, they they didn't expect the tee to be there. Even though there were like markers and and I think it might have been Immelman, Trevor on the on the on the telecast that uh, was making the point, and he said like, "Well, if guys paid a little bit more attention during the practice rounds, they would know ah. that this was a tee." And I love that. Use three yeah. different tees on a par three. It was like d- way different, and the way they did it in the final round was really neat. And the and the Saturday round actually, because Saturday was front right, and they used kind of a left or a tee box to the left, so you had to go all the way over the water, and it was like kind of it, it made the angle really interesting. Today they moved the tee way right and the pin back left, which brought that water in on a diagonal. Like it just mm-hmm. like made the water really relevant on both <laughs> of those both those days. Big props. I would love to see this every week. You've got all these tea boxes. Use them. Yeah. I'm curious what they do this week. Got a lot of rain today. So, I mean, and it's DPC, not work again. But I don't know. Could be interesting. That, you know, but that I agree. Setup is, is something that they can really. The problem is, you know, it's member run deal. They get a little bitching about it and a little, you know, disenchantment. Amongst some guy, you know, Nate Lashley or somebody. I'm not saying he said anything, but these guys who aren't bringing a ton of value to the product in terms of, you know, money and, and the marketability still can bitch and moan and kind of influence stuff going forward. So, but yeah, good, good, good job to give credit where credit is due. Anything else from Mexico you want to hit on before we get out of here? Move on. It will be no. forgotten around one, but I won't remember much about this come December, which is this why will we'll be a, a year. This review. will be a nice year review week. I guess yeah. well, uh, the Phil, Phil video and, and Tiger and, and used golf facts will carry the conversation yeah. for a little yeah. while. Uh, elsewhere in golf on the European tour, Audrey Arnaus, I guess he and Rom are super tight, like grew up together. Uh, so they, you know, double Spaniard on the uh, DP world tour with the Catalonia championship it took six whole playoff never ending pillow fight of a playoff par 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 um he beats a south african oliver becker to win on the the euro tour so he's up to 52nd in the world rankings it's not insignificant good player i think it was his first win too it was his first win on the dp world tour so uh congrats to audrey arnaus one thing on rob yeah just before we go somewhere He's won 14 times worldwide. Well, yeah. I thought it was interesting on the green after, like, congrats on your seventh win. I was like, ah, that can't be right. And then I had to think. Well, he's what the the thing that's bullshit is, like, he's won some, like, Rolex events that are legit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Irish Open at Lahinch, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, Like a DP World uh, Tour Championship in Dubai, you know, like, Uh real stuff. He's won two tour championships. For the European tour. Yeah. So 
Yep. I just did. I just did what minutes. I make fun of so much when what? you change the name because they've changed all the names to the DP World Tour Championship. Was that was that always called the DP World Tour Championship? I don't know. Or was DP it the European Tour Championship? I think it was the DP Championship was what it was called. Well, they've renamed it on OWGR now. Okay. And it's like that would be like me saying that the that uh Tiger won 9 times at TPC Southwind or 8 times at TPC Southwind. Oh, yeah. All right, that's it on the European Tour. On the Corn Ferry Tour, Harrison Endicott. Great name. Harrison Endicott. Harry wins Harry Endicott. cruises Australian. I want to say. I hope I. I'm I feel like Harry isn't right. isn't used enough. Did I did I do that? Is that New Zealand's flag or Australian's flag? I can get them. Australia. God, the people are gonna be mad about that. Um, Harrison Endicott. He won by like five in Huntsville. I bet the ledges favorite. We're we're big in Huntsville territory. We love the Huntsville Championship. Harrison Endicott wins by five. Shot like 63, 67, 64, and didn't need much to do on Sunday to, to bring it home. The um, Burley boy, Quad Cummings. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got a bone to pick with the OU golf team. Oh, no. Come on. That's not why. They won the Big 12s, and there's a picture of the whole team. There's not enough Burl in there. Oh, bone to pick. <laughs> not enough Burl? Is that would that be the right? I expression? doubt it. No, I don't think so. But you, they need to be burlier. Is what you're? Yeah, suggesting? they got like they got like one burly boy. Well, who is it? McAllister? No, it's it's Goddard. Oh, Goddard. Yeah, of course. McAllister. Well, maybe we could get, get, Yeah, we need get to... the coach. Tell him that the the tailoring can be. You know, try to make it a little different. We might need to send Emphasize send them the some uh, send some some like. Uh, one of those meat subscription things. Just send yeah, them meat some box or whatever. Meat yeah. box and say, eat up. You know, this yeah. is it's un- unacceptable. Well, they lost quad. So there's I mean, not they, enough they just... heft. <laughs> how about how about them getting the, the regional? Because old colony of missing a D. Ol is like not suitable for play. Now the they the Burley boys get a home home game for regional. If they if, I assume that they'll be there. They make They it, need right? to send Nick Saban out there. Tell him to get on that Tuscaloosa. Golf yeah. Ole. How many good courses with with apostrophes in them out there? Ole. Colony in, in Tuscaloosa. Anyways, um all right, elsewhere, and last but not least, on the Champions Tour, whatever it's called, the Insperity Invitational, the Woodlands, Texas, Stephen Alker just cleaning clean clock. Social Security's never been better. <laughs> Alker with whatever, 800 grand in earnings and 20 years on the tour, which made like 3 million in the last like nine months on the Champions I Tour. I don't think I needed to do my rant again, but no. Nope. This is- he beat Brant Job by four. What are we Shirker. doing? What right. what is going on? Why is this? Uh, why does this tour exist? End it. Cancel <laughs> the Champions Tour. Cancel culture. It's come for the seniors. Uh, okay. Would you keep the majors like a U.S. Senior Open like that? Yeah, kind of sure. Stuff, right. Yeah. 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 I think keep that stuff, and then all this other stuff in between is just. It's got to go. Uh, right. Or make it like six events a year. Yeah. Maybe the five majors and and one other one. Maybe the Saudis <laughs> could create a compelling interest, uh, compelling champions senior tour uh, slate. Uh, news: I got really very little. Uh, we missed this last week. I love my Australians. I just want to shout out the Australian Open in December will be the first 
joint men's and women's national championships. It'll be concurrent at Victoria and Kingston Heath, December one through four. Um, we should go down for that. Men. <laughs> you think we could do that? Tell the wives the week after Thanksgiving, we're out. We're going to Australia. Uh, field sizes are 144 men and women. Uh, first time Australian Open. Good deal. Good stuff. I assume, hope that will be on Golf Channel on TV here in the States. I think that that's usually what it follows the Australia. It, oh, and it's also a DP World Tour event. So maybe they get a few more sort of notable uh Euro tour players over there. I assume it's opposite um, the hero. So they might not get those guys like the top Americans that play in Tiger's little free world rankings party. So that's news. I don't have anything else on this Sunday night, the first of the month. Do you have anything else? You good, Andy? I'm good. I'm good. We'll but see uh, we'll see you in the morning. What's it, what are you setting your over under at? For what? Are we talking about my golf game again? Yeah. Tomorrow. No. We're not going to do that. 86. 87. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. I haven't sw- I haven't played. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited about the new sticks. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday. To talk about another schedule of the week.